What's good, people? Uncle Hotep back again. Episode 20. Uncle Hotep's podcast. How y'all doing out there? It's still hot. Uh, Took my daughter down to the Elmwood Zoo in Norristown, Pennsylvania. It's not like the Philly Zoo. It's a little small zoo today. Had made it down to the feed the um, giraffes, and it, like you get in the line and uh, they give you like a shard of, uh, I guess lettuce. Heads. They they have big heads of lettuce, and I don't know what kind of lettuce that shit is. Gave gave me two leaves, man. Like what are you gonna do with two leaves? You know what I mean? He's giving us a couple. So anyway, I gave my daughter. She was just like, them, them giraffes is big. Like they, <laughs> you walk up this big ramp. And you know, when giraffes got this long ass neck, they just stick their neck up up to the to the end of the rip <laughs> and eat the leaves. So it was like a kind of fun. But yeah, it was hot, man. It was hot as hell. Damn near died out there. <laughs> but uh it's been an eventful week. Uh the DNC was this past week, and you know, it was in Philadelphia, so I took my black ass down there. Um how many times did I go down? I went there not twice because I went down there Monday. Then I didn't go down there to Tuesday. I went down there Wednesday. And then uh did I do Wednesday and Thursday? I think I did go Wednesday and Thursday. I think Tuesday is the only day I didn't go down there. But I went down there Monday. Went to FDR Park. I didn't go down to the city. I just went down to the park each time. And it was like a Bernie Woodstock at FDR Park. I swear to you. Like, you walk, you you know what I mean? You go down into the park and, you know what I mean? You, you see these white folks with no shoes on. No shirts on, got hula hoops and, and, and all this other Woodstocky type things. You got the music playing. You see a whole bunch of tents and shit everywhere. I'm thinking to myself, God damn, these folks is out here sleeping out in the park. And it's, it's like, a, it's been 90. It hasn't broke 90 all week. They out here sweating. I'm like, goodness gracious, they out here dying. You got the women with the tie-dye on, being all friendly. I was like, oh, cool, okay, cool. Cats out here smoking that reefer. As soon as I get in the park, dude was smoking the reefer. (laughs) Oh, no lie. He had like a joint, right? And he had to stick that whole thing in his like mouth, man, because it was only like the edge, man. I was like, this guy, man, just put that shit out, man. (laughs) I was like, man, it was craziness, but... Um, it wasn't, I went down there to see what the Bernie folks was talking about. Um, that first night, Monday was supposed to be a speeching. Jill Stein was supposed to come to the park, but it started raining. I had thunderstorms that night, so I booked out her. But I wanted to get a sense of what the Bernie, Bernie, I almost said Bernie something, but I wanted to get a sense of what the Bernie people were talking about. 
and they were pissed off. Um, it's I don't know what percentage of it. I I think it's a higher percentage than what they let on on the media side. I think Bernie stands are in the never Hillary camp firmly. Now that's not saying they're going to vote for Trump. Uh, Cause a lot of them were going it, to, it's Jill, not Hill. I heard that chant a hundreds, hundreds of thousands of times. The times I went down to the park, I heard Jill, not Hill, Jill, not Hill, Jill, not Hill. I'm like, these folks is crazy. So I just wanted to get a sense of what the Bernie people are going to do and how they came out with the WikiLeaks and everything that showed that Bernie was getting screwed. Yo, them folks was out there mad. I'm telling you what. There was not any love for Hillary Clinton down at at the FDR park. I'm trying to tell y'all. No love whatsoever. I went down there, and that's all they were talking about. They were talking about no more wars and that, all this, that, and the third. There was no love for Hillary down there. Um, one, the one last night I went down there, they had two. This is what I knew they were agents. There was one guy. He was kind. He was like at least six, six foot. And if you go to my YouTube channel, you'll see the video. It was just one, there was two Hillary supporters and they were walking with uh, like a cameraman. So I don't know if they're filming some documentary or whatever. I don't know what the fuck they were doing, man. It seemed suspect. So they, it was just them. She had, they both had signs, a Hillary sign and she had a little, a little Hillary sign and they walked through the park. I was like, I started following them, right? I had my periscope up. Shouts out to all the people that are following that. Hit me on my periscope and viewed that. I appreciate it. And they they stopped to where a whole group of people were standing against that damn wall. I'll talk about the wall later. And they started chanting Hillary's bullshit. And you know, the 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 burn the burnouts, the burnites, or whatever you want to call the Bernieites. Yo, know, they jumped up, start yelling at them and everything. So it got it got kind of crazy in there. I mean, I was like, "Oh shit, it's about to go down." I think the fuck. I thought I thought uh rights and lefts it it, it, it it was going to be thrown. So they started keeping it moving because then people were, it was getting heated. This one dude, he tried to take the sign, the Hillary sign from the one guy, from the one dude. And they, they tackled him. It was a, a little squabble right quick. I was like, oh, I caught that on Periscope. That's the thing. I, I wish I had caught it on my uh, my GoPro because if when you have that, per- it's not that quality, good quality. I guess it's because of streaming. So when you try to, when you download it, it's not not good quality st- stream. So I can't, I don't, I don't, I might post that to YouTube, but I doubt it. If you go to my Periscope, you can I think you can see the uh, replays or whatever, but it's not good video. But they, they talk, tackled this one guy down and everything. I was like, oh, my gosh. To me, I thought those two Hillary people were agents, man. I swear to you, man. It, this one guy, he was in tip-top shape, 
and the one girl she had these big ass glasses on make sure you didn't see her face it, it it was just suspect like why would you just walk through the park just to uh just to provoke the the hill the burning people and that's what this seemed that that's what they came there to do it was nothing else. I mean, there was no love for Hillary in the park. So I don't know why they came down there. And they already had they already had a guy following with the camera. So I don't know what the hell was going on with that. I think they tried to uh do pull some flim flam or some shit like that, but it was it that was kind of crazy. Another thing I saw, I saw the Westboro uh Baptist Church cats out there. That was the first night I got there, man. <laughs> Man, that was crazy. Them cats was in, in rare form, man. <laughs> Yo, I, I, got, I got part of that on my GoPro. But that was the calm one. The first time I saw them, man, they was really literally got surrounded by them. I thought shit was about to pop off them too. You know what I mean? They're going through the... um. God hates homosexuals and you all sinners and stop masturbating. And <laughs> the one boy had his Trump hat on. <laughs> I, I I don't know if that was that. Uh, there was this one guy, uh, Preacher Dan or some shit. I can't remember the guy. I don't know if that's him. Any of you guys will look through my periscope or whatever, but them cats had me cracking up and. The people were give, giving them, getting back and forth into them because it, it's it was just stupid, man. Then you have the pro, the Bernie people talking about cock. They were, just because the Best Barrel Baptist Church guys were saying stuff about homosexuals. Then the Burnites were saying in a, in a, in a rhetorical chant, they were saying cock tastes good, cock tastes good, cock tastes good. I'm like, what? is wrong <laughs> oh my god yo i was just like man i'm out here <laughs> i was like what's wrong with you guys man it it was just simple man it was it was it was terrible like i said it was it was a bernie woodstock man you had campgrounds all over they had Agent provocateurs left and right with the Hillary's and the Westboro Baptist Church. And I think them guys are all, them guys are agents. I know that for a fact. They had, one guy was security. He had earplugs on. I don't know if he had a wire in them things. But he had his gloves on. He was ready for anything. So they came with security. And they had... And they had a setup. If you see where they were standing, they all stood next to each other, and they all had they had their backs, so they had each other's back. It was all prepped up. I'm like, man, why would listen? Them feds are sending them cats out there. I always said the Westboro Baptist people they were feds, and they, they like, come on, man. They got these, pro they got these professionally made signs already, and God hates fags and all this other stuff. They and they go from state to state and do this shit. Who's paying their bills? Come on, man. People gotta be smarter than that. I wouldn't even give them the time of day. 
I, I don't know if I just kind of started it because I wanted to see. I started recording, and all of a sudden these people started gathering around. You know how we people want to see what you're recording, and you hear these guys talking. They have their speaker, their loudspeakers. It was crazy. But back to the convention. So, I oh, I let me, I gotta talk about that wall. For all you people talking about uh, border wall, they literally put a, like a twelve foot metal fence around the whole perimeter of the DNC convention. And in some places, they had double, like they had a double wall, like they had an outserts. And in some places, they put another one. So you had to jump two. If people wanted to jump, they had to jump two walls. I'm like, what the kind of shit is this? Now, I heard from other people that you could actually get into the the area where the RNC was. And now, now out here, it was like they kept you as far away from the building as possible. That was bullshit, man. Like, I could see if you had a perimeter around the West Fargo Center. I mean, the Wells Fargo Center. But this was around the whole complex. You couldn't even get anywhere close, man. You could barely see it. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? I'm like, wow. And these are the, this is the party is talking about don't build walls. They got a walls <laughs> as high as can be outside the DNC. And these are the same party that says don't build walls, build love. They don't get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Man. That was crazy. I got a video on that too on my YouTube channel. Now to that convention inside. Like, so I, I booked home, man. I didn't stay out late, man. You know what I mean? My black ass had to work, man. So I didn't, I, didn't, I wish I had, I had changed my... My times I went down there. I wish I went down a little later so I could get some of the stuff that happened at night. But I wanted to watch some of the the, the convention, the speeches inside. So I, I, I booked home after I, I went down there a couple times. I wish, I'd, like I said, I wish I'd have stayed there because some of the juicier stuff happened around the perimeter at night when a couple people tried to jump the fence like <laughs> they, they're crazy. Um, but couple things that stood out that Salver, Sarah Silverman that Jewish uh, comedian <laughs> they booed the hell out of her she was, she was a burnite and then she was talking about she's getting behind the party and getting behind Hillary and the Bernie people in the, in the stadium booed her and you can tell man because you can look at her reaction and she was like, and she was telling the crowd to grow up, and they were just get letting her have it. And they had a whole bunch of white noise stuff in the crowd in the stadium, so you could initially heard it, and then it got muzzled out. But my thing about her is, this is the same actress that. Did a bit on blackface. Now I, now I have a different view on blackface because if you look, why blackface was used, it wasn't. It it really wasn't used with 
the Negro in mind. I know that's hard to understand, but it was more used to hide the ethnicity of the people that were using the blackface. You can insert the parentheses if you want, but it was used more for them to hide themselves than to quote unquote, um, gonna be a fucking uh, black whatever actor or actress whatever like that that's a little tidbit about that so but you know how the American Negro is mad about the blackface and then they, they have an actress that just went on blackface and now she's speaking at the convention where the American Negro is saying they have to vote Democratic and they have to vote for Hillary I posted this on my in this Facebook group, and people were looking at me like, oh, what do you mean? Oh, it's still Trump is racist, blah, blah, blah. Can you just break this down to me? Imagine at the RNC convention. Excuse me. Imagine at the RNC convention. Jesus, I have a sneezing attack. Imagine at the RNC convention, an actor, they had an actor or actress up there that previously did blackface. What would the media outrage be? Riddle me that. They still be talking about it. Still. It's un- it's unreal. I'm like, come the hell on, man. And she's up here giving her spiel. Ugh, I couldn't take it, man. I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. Then they had to plan the parenthood president come on. Negroes cheered. How can the American Negro, the Akata, the Shine, clap for the Planned Parenthood president? Now, you know, if you don't know, Margaret Sanger, founder of Planned Parenthood, was a eugenist. She wanted to eradicate the American Negro. It's called the American Negro's undesirable for the human race. And black folks will viciously defend Planned Parenthood. It's unbelievable to me. If the person that started it and you read their intentions and their outlooks on life and what they had planned, how can you even agree on abortion and Planned Parenthood. They're using that to control your population, Negro. It's just like... It's like talking to a brick wall when you talk to blacks about Planned Parenthood and abortion. Because the women will... will they, they suck down that feminist fucking... That feminist logic and saying, yo, don't police our bodies and how you gonna tell us what we can do with our bodies? I'm like... Y'all have no problem telling a man they got to pay child support, but they can't tell you what to do with your bodies. Like, that doesn't even make any sense right there. And, you know, and then for y'all to black back this company that was started with racist intentions to control your population, and you people don't see anything wrong with that. It's, 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 like I said, man, it's to be African American in the year 2016 is frustrating, man, because you got 
you got to talk to these nicknogs, and these nicknogs is harder than as hell, man. But I find that funny that she came out to cheers, man, and and people would sit there and cheer when this one woman came out. She said she had an abortion, and these people went out and cheered for it. That's something like, why, why are you cheering when you killed a life? Talking about it wasn't my time. I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with y'all people, man. It's like I'm living in the twilight zone. Now, Michelle Obama came out, gave a good speech. She is, she's uh, pretty uh, charismatic. Uh, she's got that pretty down pat. I don't, I don't know why she, maybe she doesn't have any uh, aspirations for politics. Maybe she does down the line. She can probably get over. You know the black women are going to vote for her. Uh, 99.9% lock. So maybe she'll jump in the, in the political ring down the line. Joe Biden, came, Joe Biden came out. He gave a good speech for Hillary. Barry came out, gave a good speech for Hillary. And that's the thing about Barry. If there's one thing he can do is he can... Uh, his political talk game is second to none. And that's why I say uh, when I when people talk about Barack Obama and his presidency... And they want to compare him. You know how I mean. You know how the Negroes going to say he's the best prisoner of all time. I'm like, come on, man. You guys are being outrageous. In my lifetime, man, he's nothing but George Bush with swag. That's all he is. Um, people, some people agree with me. Some people don't say I'm being ridiculous and George Bush was terrible. I'm like... If you look at Barry's policies, you could say he's terrible. I'm just going by his foreign policy. His foreign policy has been terrible. But, but, as you can see from, if you watched his, and I suggest if you if you didn't see it, just look it up on YouTube, but his DNC speech, man, he's he's a charismatic speaker. And that's what got him over in his, uh, his election process. And that's important. And that's why I try to tell people, like, and that's what I'm leading into. Hillary is a terrible public speaker. She's absolutely awful. I don't know. I'm not saying it's age because I think her and Trump are the same age, but she's just a terrible speaker. And it's it, and it's like she's just reading line after line, and there's no like punchline, and and she seems screeching when she talks it. But that stuff is important. When you try to win an election over over a nation, this is how you persuade the populace to vote for you or not. It's not always about policies. It's not always about what your 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 vo- voting record. It's not all about um your uh, what you think about things. It's Sometimes it's as simple as looks. Sometimes it's as simple as speech. And this is why I think Trump has a chance because he can get over to the majority of the American public. He, When he talks, he talks that common man talk. And I know people are saying like his, his speech is on like 8th grade or ninth grade level or whatever, but we're not talking to intellect 
like super intellects in the American public. You know what I mean? I think he's trying to get through to the average American, and 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 that's why I think his speech is effective. He can talk somewhat high up, but it's majority down in the middle. He can talk to the I'm talking about intellectual wise and to the American public where Hillary, I don't know. It, she just doesn't come across at all. She speaks to the social justice warriors and it's, it's, this is going to come down to identity politics versus American nationalism. So I, I wasn't impressed with the DNC. Um, Bernie, If you want to compare Bernie to keeping it real Cruz, it was Cuck Bernie versus keeping it real Cruz. <laughs> Cruz went up there and said, you got to vote with your conscience, didn't give an endorsement, caught hell for it. Bernie, on the other hand, is a company man, and I there's a, uh, if you want to, there's a good video on this, there's a, Bernie Sanders to the Woodshed by Ryan Dawson. He's a company. He said he described it. Bernie is a company man. He'll vote for a war against the war if a Republican did it, but he'll vote for the same military strikes when a Democrat is in office. He's just a company man. Now, I know he went back to independent, but you know what side he's pulling for. So it was, it's kind of, and I think um, he probably disappointed those people, the Burnites in the in the park at Bernie Woodstock, that he didn't go against Clinton. But you know he had to be the company boy, and that's I mean it is disappointing, and it shows you how much. Uh, well, I don't know it. I I would say Cruz showed some uh so showed some heart. But I don't know if that if that was Cruz showing heart or, or he was just doing what Golden Sachs and all his backers wanted him to do. They were taking one final shot at Trump so they could get him out of there because, you know, they the neocons would rather have Hillary in there. I mean, that's obvious. Um, so it was uh, tightly controlled. I think it was more... Uh, disrupted than the RNC I called that a while ago but and it, it's shocking it's sad that they use they turn microphones off in the stadium they use white noise to drown out the booze from the Bernie people and it still looked f- fake and I can't <laughs> these black people kill me man you black folks kill me with this Hillary oh I guess I'll vote for Hillary I'd rather you black folks not go go in to vote and this is and and, and this is what I don't understand you can't see they're, they're not using y'all just to try to get Hillary in there because without y'all she has no shot Hillary has no shot without the Negro None. And y'all can't even get a vice president on the ballot from her. Y'all was asking if she get a female black vice president. Hell to the nah. She went with the white man. And then y'all acting like, 
well, you gotta vote for her. You gotta take the take part. We can't complain. The lesser of two evils. <laughs> I say it, say it time and time again. White folks is a hundred thousand years ahead of y'all, man. With this bullshit, man. Y'all can't even sit there and think, man. If they portray one candidate as bad, super terrible, a demigod of um. <clears throat> A fascist. They're all they're trying to do is hide the wrongdoings and imperfections of the other candidate, because they know they 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 can't push you guys to Hillary because she's a terrible candidate. They can't push anybody to get to her. If white folks, if white women don't want to vote for her, why would you? I don't understand it. If white folks doesn't do not want to vote for Hillary. And it's not just because she's a woman. We all know this. That's BS. Anything other than that is BS. It's because of her policies and her as a person. If white folks don't want to fight for Hillary, why are your black asses going to get in line and pull that lever for Hillary Clinton? That don't make any sense in the entire world. It doesn't make any sense at all. And y'all lost your minds with that BS. So that's all I'm going to say about the DNC convention. Um, I'm glad it's over. Uh, we, or I guess we're getting into the nitty gritty. Um, I guess the debates are going to be coming soon. And uh, we'll see. We'll see about it. Um, I got to talk about Bow Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Bow Wow came out and said, uh, he, don't, he don't get the civil rights era. That wasn't his family, and uh, he said he's Indian or some shit like that. And the American Negro went went berserk and got mad. They had Katag screaming, calling little Bow Wow Uncle Tom and want to trade him for Sean King. And, and uh, who cares? Like, who cares what what Bow Wow thinks? This is, that's another thing. I'm like, and and you guys are, guys and gals, are like, sorry, I don't want to be misogynist with it. I'm like, why do black people care if somebody says they don't relate to certain things? Like, first he's in Hollywood, and he's been in Hollywood since he was a little, little kid. And when I mean Hollywood, I mean, yeah, he was acting and he was rapping. So he's been in the, the elite establishment since he was young. So he doesn't... You gotta take what they say at face value with that. Like, who cares? It 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 just boggles my mind. You guys say this stuff like that, and and then we're we get into who's black and who's not black, and he doesn't act black, and <laughs> black people do more kicking out people of kicking in and kicking out people of the community, and I don't know what. Y'all sit there and say Mariah Carey is black. Y'all sit there and say Amber Rose is black. But then you'll say, <laughs> kick out, say Ben Carson isn't black. And and Bow Wow, now he's not black anymore. And worry about yourselves, man. I mean, if you just get Hotep about it, man. Hotep, you worry about yourself. You do your own thing, man. You get your own self up. Stop with this collective group thinking. Then you're going to X... Ex- 
extradite some people out of the community and <laughs> you keep pull some people in in the community just because they got one sixteenth of black in them or something like that. Then you claim them. <sighs> oh, people kill me, man. Um, I also went. I went and saw two movies this week, man. So I'm gonna give my two cents on them. I saw Jason Bourne. I'm a big fan of Bourne. Um, I had to see that. I went and saw that on the Dolo. Um, I'm glad they went back to Matt Damon. Uh, I I like him as an actor. I don't. I don't know why people give him a, a little bad, bad, uh, bad vibe there, but. But maybe I don't think the only movies I really like him on are in uh, the Bourne movies. But uh, it was good. But I wanted to mention it because, well, I'm going to keep it spoilers, whatever. If you didn't see it, fast forward. Or if you did see it, too damn bad. In the beginning of the movie, well, yeah, sort of in the beginning of the movie, they showed a flashback scene of, born with his dad having a meeting with his dad and then his dad was saying he did some stuff that was going to be cost worthy to him so his dad gets in the car and he gets hit with a car bomb right so Jason's in there he runs up to them and then he sees this guy driving off but he doesn't really see him real good and then in the background they, they give you know those news uh uh, reels of what happened and they blamed it on the Muslim Brotherhood or it was some Islamic Brotherhood or whatever then later in the movie he finds out it was a hit that they were trying to get him out his son out so they killed his Jason Bourne's dad it was Treadstone that killed the government that killed him and then they blamed it on Islamic terrorists <laughs> you get where I'm saying get going with there that's why I'm try, I try to say that sometimes in Hollywood if you catch what they're doing they try to they really you can get some red pills from uh, Hollywood movies if you're paying attention well enough so here we had uh, a guy being assassinated then being blamed on quote unquote Islamic terrorists that was one that was one scene then the second scene they were going to do it another Islamic setup, and then they were using the same assassin that killed Jason Bourne's dad, and they were going to blame it on "quote unquote" <laughs> terrorists again. But this time, Jason Bourne he he fooled that that shot. Uh, the guy only got wounded, so the guy didn't die. So it was it was it was trying to interesting. They had they had two scenarios in the movie where they set up well not quote-unquote set up they had assassination attempts or assassins and then blamed it on quote-unquote islamic terrorists as food for thought i mean if you know what i'm getting at then hey but that that was kind of interesting in the movie um, other than that, it was good. The the first the first um, action scene was pretty dope. Uh, it kind of went by the numbers. I think they had another protest chase in one of the other movies. I'm about to watch Born Supremacy after I'm done this uh, 
podcast because I think that was one, that was it was in one of those earlier movies. I'm not sure if it was that one or another one, but it kind of went by the numbers in that first one, first action sequence. Um, it was I w- I would give it a I don't know I'd probably give it a C plus or B minus. It was good. It wasn't like one of the better Bourne movies, but it was it was definitely better than the trash they put out with the the fake Bourne out there. Um, and they had the Vegas um, action sequence it went far too long. Uh, it got a little ridiculous with the chase and this guy commandeered a police bear cat or whatever and was running through goddamn all the goddamn vehicles. He was just plowing through the shit like a truck. It was like a truck with a Lambo engine in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, a tank with a Lambo engine in it. And he was just running through. It was like the Batmobile. Um, that went a little bit too long. But uh, it was pretty good. It was, it was decent. It was Jason Bourne fair. You want, if you're a Jason Bourne fan, you're not going to be disappointed. Then I took the old lady to Bad Moms. I went in there and we went to Wegmans. I snuck in some sushi. <laughs> And some uh, cookies and stuff like that. Uh, I didn't go to the, the movie tavern, tavern, but it was. Uh, I was surprised. though. Bad Moms is a pretty great movie. It was a pretty good movie. I'd almost give it like an A plus. It was A plus or A minus. It was pretty dope. Uh, it was pretty funny. Uh, it was. I was probably. There was probably like ten. Dudes in the in the uh, theater. Um, <laughs> I guess we mostly either we got dragged or we took the old ladies out to a date. Mostly it was like the women all gathered up for a night out. You know, what I mean? it was the night out. So <laughs> for the the women in the movie theater, so they all got dressed up and went to see Bad Moms, and they were they were laughing at all that shit. Some of the shit they were laughing a little bit too funny, but uh, it was good. It showed. Uh, uh, of course, it exaggerated, but it, it it was pretty funny. Jada Pinkett was in there. Uh, Alice, the the girl from Married with Children, uh, was it Christina Applegate was in there as a bad mom. It was pretty funny. She was a PTA, the PTA president. She was pretty. She was pretty evil. <laughs> it was like a grown up Heather's. You know what I mean? If uh, if you watched the movie Heather's. Um, it was like that, them all grown up and acting the same way or similar to what they used to be. That was pretty, uh, that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I would recommend both those movies. Um, especially Bad Moms. That was pretty, that was pretty good. I would not, uh, <clears throat> I would not, I would not miss, miss that if you had a chance to take the old lady. She should probably, especially if she has kids and, uh. It, it 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 showed a uh, pretty good uh, aspects of uh, mother's life and the, the struggles they have to go to. So you probably be a little bit more understanding of of mothers and uh, how the struggles they do with their children and everything like that. Even dads too. I want to talk about Black Lives Matter again. I don't know if I get on this subject every day, but it seems like. Um, see a lot more and more articles, man. People calling out Black Lives Matter for what it really is, man. And uh, I've seen a lot of articles about him, them 
this quote unquote takes a, a, a village to raise a little child, but in this village, they they seem to miraculously leave out the fathers. And I think a lot of people are catching on to this. Uh, just not quote unquote white folks. It's uh, black folks I'm talking about primarily. Like, I mean, a Facebook group, people are, are give, like, not really cool with it. People are tired of their antics, man, to be honest with you. Like, I was I was done with them from day one, but now with all these cops being killed and they're getting a lot of bad press, I, like, I wouldn't go as far to call them a terrorist agency, but, I mean, you could because, you know, Soros is footing the bill, so you don't know what they're actual quote-unquote actual purposes it's up to no good but i don't think you can pin these cop killings on them because they're they're too inept to do anything but people are just tired of it man they're they're worth worthless um i know richard sherman had came out with a statement about all lives saying all lives matter like we're getting to this to this thing about like I said, if you say all lives matter, it's might as well say that's the new N-word. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it, it's crazy it's come to this, man. But you got to keep pushing. You can't let the media push this Black Lives Matter narrative down your throat and saying for black Americans, like we're all for it. Because it's, I bet you not even 30% of black America is for all Black Lives Matter. Just because they're quote unquote in on the TV screen and quote unquote behind the front lines or on the front lines, whatever. I mean, nobody cares about that crap, man. You guys, they're shines, man. They're akatas, they're shines, they're they're puppets. Just like the Ray is a puppet, they're all puppets, and they're really trying to destroy the black family. And I think. And I'm glad is if people are catching on, Black America is catching on. But uh, you gotta keep the pressure on them. Um, if you guys are out there listening, man, just keep giving it to them. Like I, if you guys follow me on Twitter, man, I give it to them every chance I get, man. I, I don't let up on them cats, man. So I, I appreciate if you guys would would pitch in because <laughs> every little bit helps, man. All right, I'm gonna wrap this up, man. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, as always, you can uh, find me on Stitcher. You can find me on SoundCloud. You can find me on iTunes, Uncle Hotep's podcast. If you, if you listen there, please give me uh, ratings and review. I, I greatly appreciate it. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Handy Mayhem. Um, we're going to have some stuff. Hotep is making some moves, so be on the lookout. I'm going to let you guys know on some stuff that Hotep is, gonna, is cooking up. Us and the Hotep uh, brethren are trying to make some moves. We're trying to make, push this Hotep movement a little, little further in the forefront. Um, and you know, soon it's going to be uh, football season, so these activists going to take a back seat to football. <laughs> you know, they only got a couple more weeks left, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep hitting y'all every week, and uh, hopefully soon I have some interviews and stuff like that lined up. And uh, you guys take it easy. Peace.